Hey everyone and welcome back to the Weekly Awakening Podcast. It is your host, Cosmic Colleen, back with another weekly astro alert. This is the second time I've done this episode today. Mercury is going to be conjoined the sun with this solar eclipse, I'm sorry, lunar eclipse in Taurus. But as it's getting there, Mercury is like under the sun's beams. And so today, Mercury things, communication, all that good jazz is feeling a little wonky, a little burnt up, a little miscommunicated communication. See, I can't even say that right. <laughs> I was like 15 minutes into this episode earlier, which was good, except I was, I really felt like not with it. You know, I just kind of felt all over the place. I think especially as Mars is retrograding in my 10th house with my sun and Mercury in Gemini. I'm definitely all over the place. You guys know what my Mercury retrograde episodes end up being like sometimes? I'm feeling that. My words feel very separated. And I was in 15 minutes into it and like I heard my door open and then close and open again. And then I had to stop the episode because I was paused like three different times. And I was just, okay, this is God's will. The universe tell me to stop. And I went outside and of course was just like some stupid voter registration thing. Okay, so whew, this is a big week. We have the lunar eclipse in Taurus, but this lunar eclipse is gonna have a lot of Saturn's energy. That means we're already are having a big ending. You know, a lunar eclipse is a full moon on steroids. However, we got Saturn coming in pretty strong, which is adding to the endings, adding to the big endings of the week. We got Monday the 7th, Venus squared Saturn. This eclipse, which will be, um, we'll have the moon with Taurus. Uh, Mercury will be with the sun. And the moon in Taurus will be with Uranus, and Uranus and Saturn are still squaring each other. But so will then, you know, so then will be, um, it's like a T-square, so Mercury and the sun. Sorry. See, I'm already, like, all over the place. You guys are just going to have to love me and hopefully love this episode. We also have this week adding to that, to that is... um, then after this, we got Mercury squared Saturn, Venus tri-Neptune, Sun squared Saturn. So you see a lot of endings this week, and I wish it was different. Sometimes we have a really fun astrology week that's going to be easy, bringing lots of good things. This is going to be a big one of endings. I, I wish it was different. <laughs> However, the change, uh, oftentimes we don't take change or we don't make change happen unless... Um, Something comes out of the blue that makes us change or shift, which will be the theme of this week. So Monday the 7th, let's start this out. Venus squared Saturn while the moon is entering Taurus, revving up and beginning that sol- that lunar eclipse. I keep calling it solar. Of course, Mars retrograde. <laughs> we're going to be feeling we're going to be feeling this Monday and Tuesday. But honestly, this is going to be the theme feelings for the rest of the week. I feel they will be feeling melancholy slowing down your creative process or your life purpose or path process all of a sudden there's a block there choosing silence over your emotions even though you know that you shouldn't taking a pause with a friendship or relationship um kids will be cranky you know we talk a lot about kids with venus and the kids will be crankier (laughs) and maybe have trouble expressing themselves so it comes out pretty strong and you might have the desire or the kids will have the desire to quit something. This is also going to be a week where we might fight, you know, feeling self-love. We might be filled with more self-doubt 
or self-pity, and it's going to be hard to find our self-love. But through that, when we wave and just sit and allow these emotions to process, they we just allow them to be. We don't try to to always, you know, we just allow it to feel as it comes up. That's what we're supposed to do with this, though it might stop us in our tracks a little bit. Okay, so the lunar eclipse in Taurus, we had the last one in the eclipse in Taurus. We had one last year in the December, I believe it was. And then we had the one back in May, and that was a solar eclipse. So a lot of good beginnings with that Taurus um, in the Venus, the Venusian way. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just listening to myself talk, and I'm like, oh, I sound like a hot mess, but you guys already know. So this week is going to be deeply felt endings, permanent endings, or a change, and a change that lasts a long time or forever. Now I say this because we know that eclipses bring about a series, you know, they start a series of events, and they change, they shift, they're often the plot changes in our life that change the course of our path, our purpose, things like that. This is going to be around our relationships. But because it's happening in the fixed sign, that's why I'm saying that something that happens here will be a permanent change or a very long-lasting change. Versus when you have the eclipses in a mutable sign, that has a lot of mutable energy, a lot of shifting, a lot of ender, a lot of changing, shifting, adapting, mutable. Things, things flow and they're okay. But when you have it in fixed, the reactions, the circumstances to these things will be very fixed. It will not be changeable. It will not be mutable. And it will most likely not be very easy. But these are some things I want you guys to remember when we're feeling these changes, these shifts, and we're seeing them. Everything changes in life. Everything is meant to cycle through death and rebirth. Yes, I know it's a very painful process when we're in that. However, one of the things that is making the resistance, I mean, making it harder is our resistance to the change, our resistance to accepting the change, you know, our stubbornness to allowing ourselves to process it. We cannot fix, manage, and control something outside of ourselves. All we can is our reaction. That is the only thing we can control. But oftentimes when something is changing around us, we get so wrapped in the fact of like, how can I control this? How can I change this? How this can't be happening that we stop the process of life unfolding the way it should. And then we create 10 times more pain because we are resisting the flow. And I know it's scary, but everything changes. And so if you have a problem with change, maybe this is a big lesson in accepting the change and finally seeing when you allow things to flow how they flow just the way you should we this is a full moon about i mean i'm sorry an eclipse full moon about taking away something that is keeping us from our alignment we can look at the solar eclipse of something that's aligning us in a good way and this is something that is taking something away from us that is not aligning us to our highest good so I challenge you when this is happening to allow yourself the process, say, you know, say the serenity prayer, which I love that prayer. I learned that back in meetings and it's such an easy, simple th prayer to sometimes bring you back to the moment. God, grant me the serenity 
to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Say that again. Keep that prayer with you. Look it up if you don't know it off the top of your head, the serenity prayer, and say that this week. There's a lot of power in that prayer, a lot of power in just accepting and understanding. And again, the, you know, yes, we can feel just the normal pain, but we can say, I accept what's happening in front of me. I don't like it, but it is what it is. And so all I know is that I'm not going to focus on why is this happening? Why is this happening to me? Why is this? Why me, me, why, why, why? That doesn't do anything. It is what it is. Oftentimes when changes happen, we don't know in the moment why it's happening, especially when it's a change we don't like. But hindsight, you know, down the road, we look back and then say, oh, okay, it all makes sense. I know for me, most things in my life, that's what happens. And so hopefully that brings you some clarity if that if any endings are happening. Again, my fixed signs are going to feel it the hardest. The fixed rising signs. Leo rising, Taurus rising, Scorpio rising, Aquarius rising, because these are happening in your angular houses. That means the houses where, you know, that speak the loudest to our life, our journey here in life. The biggest sections of our life are in those angular houses. The full moon in general brings home, family, intimate relationships into a bigger focus, into an awareness so we get some clarity, so we see some things. It illuminates the shadows in us, full moons, and imagine one with an eclipse. So it is illuminating things that need to be removed or need to be seen. Now, with the Mercury, we'll talk about Mercury being conjoined by the sun when this is happening. That is very much going to be received you know, you will be receiving communication of an ending or a message. Now it can go both ways. You might be delivering a message of ending or you might be receiving a message of ending. You might have a sudden change of heart in relationships and friendships because we have, you know, we got um, Venus is, you know, in the mix is still in Scorpio with all of this happening and we'll be pretty close to the sun. And then we have... Um, Taurus, which is Venus's ruler. So, you know, sudden change of heart. All of a sudden, you might say, ah, shit. I know deep down I've been fighting this feeling, but now I can't fight it anymore because it's there. It's in the frontal lobe. It's in the front part of my head. And now I got to make that change because I can't deny it anymore. I can't lie to myself anymore. It's here. And a sudden change of... You know, I think this might be one where, a you know, a lot of relationships ending, but maybe some that ended around the Scorpio lunar eclipses in the springtime maybe come together. But that would be maybe following <laughs> the next couple weeks. Probably not this week, but it could. Um, a block in our life path that makes us take an, a sudden turn. All of a sudden, the way we were going, I thought we were going, stops. Again, because of an out of the blue, sudden change or shift of fate. And now we have to change that life path. And I know that can feel very scary, again, when something stops and we have to take like an immediate responsibility, which has been this, you know, Saturn is in the mix. Like I said, Saturn Uranus, Uranus is going to be with the moon. Um, they've been at the square pretty much since the very beginning of 2021. And it's been happening on and off. And they're still within one degree of each other. So 
it's like a fighting of like new feelings versus old feelings and in a sudden change, you know, something is blocked and then all of a sudden you need to take a new avenue or a sudden responsibility or maybe that's it. You're having sudden responsibility for your actions, especially if it wasn't a great action. This is going to be a hard time regulating um, your emotions. You might have big sudden emotions or you're going to go on a sudden block like I'm not feeling anything. I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to see you and go cold. So it's going to be one or the other. It's going to have, you're going to have trouble trying to make sense. By the end of the weekend, though, you will feel better and you'll be able to make sense of your emotions. But just be prepared for a week of um, stop and go when it goes to the emotions. Sudden stop and go. But a big cycle is coming to a close. And Again, it's coming to a close and, you know, life has a plan, but all of a sudden things happen and that plan shifts and we have to be open to it. We have to allow it to flow. Remember, whatever is taken away from you, it is because it is not aligning you with your purpose and your path. It is not whatsoever. Things are going to be set into motion. This is going to be um, a week, you know, I think one of the, one of the cycle themes are going to feel like this, a stop, a block, some stress, anxiety about it, and then relief. So get it? Stop, block, stress, relief. Stop, block, stress, relief. After the eclipse followed up, we got Mercury squared Saturn. So again, probably finishing up that, that message of endings. Um, Venus trying Neptune though. So there's a little hope. Venus is then going to be trying Neptune and it's going to be... Um, bringing more of some dreamy feels to it and the sun squared Saturn again. So we're going to be seeing this. And I feel like this is going to play out a lot of, I said, you can't resist the feelings of change. However, it's much easier said than done. And so this is going to be playing out. I think for a lot of us in that confused spot of, of, um, what do I want? What do I not want? Are we talking? We're having communication. And then all of a sudden that communication is blocked. And just these big waves of extreme between um, between like fast change and fast energy and sudden halts. And we only have this moment, right? We have this moment right now. I'm talking to you. I'm looking in my living room right now. Things are silent. Things are quiet. That is all we have, and we have to learn to accept the flow of emotions in that. So I might leave and go out this door and cry and feel sad, or maybe I'll get a call that something has ended and cry and sad, but I have to not let that ruin or change the rest of my day. Obviously, if we're talking about death, I know things like that. That switches a little things up. I got to say that because some people will go to the extreme of the what ifs. Well, what if this? What if this? Okay, yes. But the general themes of life, like we can't let certain things, you know, that hurt us or upset us stop us from living life. So we have to learn to stay in the cycle of feeling and emotion. So let those tears flow and then wipe your eyes and continue what you need to do. And then if an anger moment comes, allow yourself to feel that, process that, heal that in that moment, and then let that flow. So my best advice is to take it each moment at a time, take one moment at a time this week with these eclipses, with these endings, with these feelings of sorrow, because you're going to be feeling more sorrow and happy. 
I mean, sorrow, then happy, but by the end of the week, the relief will come is what I'm trying to say. I think the relief will be there. But just remember, stop, block, stress, relief. <laughs> the relief is coming. There is always coming. And the things, think about something that bothered you three years ago. Heart, think about your heartbreaks, your things that you weren't sure of. How do you feel now about it? Do you care? Has it changed? Has it shifted? Guarantee you 95% of you, it doesn't even matter anymore. That is the beautiful thing. And that's the light that you need to hold on to if you go through this hard week of change and shift. Okay, I want to jump back into talking about Mars retrograde last week. Our first week of Mars retrograde, I hope people survived. It was like a weird week. It definitely was an undertoned strong Mars energy, but a slowed down Mars energy. And this was happening in my 10th house, in my career house, but also public image and like kind of like, you know, going throughout your day. And it was square my first house moon. And it's also conjoined my sun and Mercury. <laughs> so this week, I can't tell you how much shit I dropped, spilt, broke on my way to work and while in work. I was... You should have called me like Edward Scissorhands <laughs> and not in a good way. I was given some good haircuts, but meaning trying to hold things and pick things up. The worst day was on Wednesday. I got this giant green smoothie from Smoothie King. I love their smoothies. The vegan pineapple spinach. It's really good. Definitely go get it. And I was driving and I guess I picked it up, which I hate when I do this, like down, not from the side, but down up. And the entire thing, I guess I just squeezed it or it wasn't on, and my fucking green smoothie went all over the place. And I had no chance to clean it up because I was, of course, late going to work. Then I got to work, and people even, literally, my coworkers are like, what is going on with you, Colleen? Within a, 10 minutes, I put my giant drink of ice water on something. The whole thing crashed coming down the salon. Then, 10 minutes after that, I got on my foils to do a foil, and literally, hundred foils went flying all over the ground in the salon, which that I've been doing hair for 15 years. I have never done that. I've had a few toss off, but literally I like put them, they fell on my little tray and went everywhere. Um, that wasn't, I had a couple clients who all broke something, not a cut, not all, but they sprained. I want to say eight to 10 clients came in this week with sprains, breaks. Um, something is torn, like just some like sort of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not, I'm saying mali not malicious, but like um, things just weren't good. Things were not good. Their bodies were, but it's it's happening in Gemini. So none of it was permanent. None of them needed surgery, but everything had like these small injuries. And Mars, unfortunately, especially if it is around your moon, you know, your sun, certain working things, it's in your first house, can definitely bring some pain and, and actual physical pain, meaning it, you might break something, you might tear something, you just like I said this week, because it, it's the god of severing, of ending, you know, of like a sudden break, a sudden tear. Uh, so yeah, a few people came in like that. It was just a, it was a good but weird week. Again, slow down. Even some, I don't know. I had some people really, um, and I think I said about it last week. It's an activator. It's a shadow activator. I know some people were starting to see their darker shadows. I had about three clients that were just like, I don't feel good. I don't feel happy, and I feel like ripping someone's head off. <laughs> and I said, Well, that's just the process right now. Don't rip anyone's head off. But this too shall pass. And sometimes people ask me, well, What is the point of like? What do you even you know of knowing this? Well, sometimes. 
just the awareness alone makes it better. We understand that we're not alone. We're not going crazy. And when we have the awareness of the planets, we also have the awareness that nothing lasts forever and everything is cycle. So I know for me, that's like the number one thing that gets me going. But also if I know the planets are a certain way, I won't um, engage with certain things. I've gotten to that now that I've been studying it for many years now. Um, and every time I've gone out or done something, I was like, oh shit, I knew I should have done that. So now let's say I, if there's certain transits that I'm more argumentative and I know I'm with someone that's more argumentative, I won't argue. I'll stop the argument. I'll say, you know what? It's not worth it. I already know that this is going to escalate and get way out of hand because of what's happening in the planet. So I won't engage. So things like that are why it is important to know and understand the cycle of these planets. And also, once you know that, I don't know about you or other astrologers or just people people studying it, it makes, again, the current things happening in our life so much easier because we know the planets shift and our life shifts. And the planets shift again and our life shifts again. And the pendulum always swings back and forth between good and bad, but most of the time it's in the middle. Hopefully, <laughs> that's where we like it to be. In the middle. All right. That's the end of this episode. I'll be back. I'm sure I'm going to have a lot to say after this week, next week. Make sure, again, you follow me on social media. Cosmic Colleen 1C. TikTok is probably really where it's at. For me, I do most of them on there. And again, I sit here and we talk about the transits of the week. But as I'm actually out there living it and it's showing up, I have um, a better, you know, I have new stories. I have new ideas. I have new thoughts about how this is going to play out. Oh, yeah, I remembered. One more thing I want to say about Mars retrograde is that Mars is the god of war. And I did a TikTok video of it because this is really important. However, we can learn when Mars is retrograde, we learn about what are some negative patterns in how we go about war and anger and resentment. And how can we change and shift that? Because here's the thing. We cannot meet war with war. I am one of the, you wouldn't believe it, most argumentative. When I was a kid, for about 23 years of my life, <laughs> I fought. I was a fighter. I was an arguer. I used to be a little angry hellion. You wouldn't believe that. And so it's been many years of undoing that and processing that and shifting and changing it. And here's one of the biggest things I learned. We cannot meet war with war. I know we want to. But that's our ego that wants to. That's our stubbornness that wants to. We have to learn to meet war with forgiveness, love, understanding, and compassion. Forgiveness, I'm telling you, takes a thousand times more strength than resentment and anger does. And oftentimes, I've never had a time this didn't happen. When I let go of the drama inside my own head, you know, with the situation, when I move past the resentment, when I say, you know what, I'm just going to, I don't want to feel this way. I'm just going to meet it with love. All that shit faded out, phases out. Like it's almost like you come and the person drops and you can say, hey, it's not like you're saying you win. You're saying, hey, that's, that's come at this with something different because I'm actually feeling forgiveness and love and these good feelings in my heart. And oftentimes it is so fucking funny. It gets diffused every time. And it's never that big of a deal. And things get diffused. So remember that. Do not meet war with war this week. Meet war. Meet these endings with love, compassion, forgiveness, and understanding. And that's how we move through this gracefully and with flow and alignment. I love you all. Have a beautiful day. Thank you.